0: Hello there, I'm George Hall, and welcome to another episode of the Good Growth Podcast. Uh, One of my guests today recently showed me a website called the Google Graveyard. It's as literal as it sounds, and it showcases all of Google's projects that have either crashed and burned, fizzled out, or simply stopped being used. From nostalgia trips like Google Plus and Google Goggles to more recent expirations, such as Stadia, it's clear that even the giants sometimes get things wrong, or just sometimes need to make changes. Why am I telling you this? Well, one of Google's latest projects and one of Good Growth's favourite topics is GA4, the next generation of analytics. Google have recently announced that its launch is being delayed. I'm joined by David Watkins, Senior Analytical Researcher at Good Growth, and Mike Duke, Good Growth's Chief Product Officer. Gents, thank you very, very much for joining me today. Uh, David, tell me, GA4 delayed by a year. I think you saw this coming, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I think so. GA4 for context um has now been delayed from its original sort of go live date of the uh, 1st of July 2023 it's now been delayed until 2024 1st of July again um for universal analytics 360 users so anybody on the paid version of universal analytics basically has got another year to continue using universal analytics before being forced to make the move over to ga4 okay
0: um
1: those on free versions of analytics will continue to have the 2023 date. um yeah we've seen this coming um and i think the the simple one is is that ga4 just kind of it hasn't really been ready it's it's it has some it has some challenges around its just sort of integration with other tools and stuff like this at the moment, mm-hmm. and particularly in its own uh, the own Google uh, suite. so things like um integrations into optimize uh, into optimize are still in um beta um so stuff like that it's it's challenging at the moment. So Google seem to have given themselves a bit more time um with it.
0: and am I right in thinking this hasn't necessarily been? framed as a delay they've they've called it something else
1: yeah so they've they've effectively given it given it the title of a one-time um processing extension is the way that okay. google are uh displaying it um that's the way that they're reporting to it
0: so it sounds to me like google are sort of putting their hands up and saying look we got this one wrong we need a little bit more time to sort this out
1: yeah, I think Google need more time, and they're pro- they're kind of presenting it as they we're going to do do you guys a favor and give you an extra year to sure. move over to GA four.
0: Well, it sounds as if Google are trying to uh, to paint themselves out to be the good yeah. guys here, putting their hands up and helping everyone out.
2: And um, uh, Mike here, yeah, just to uh, to be smug, we called it. We listened to our <laughs> earlier podcast. We said there was no way it's going to be enforced from July, um, mainly because mainly because no one's using the thing. Okay. So that that will be, if anyone wants to know why this has happened, it's very simple. Next to no one is actually using GA4.
0: And why is that? Why is nobody using GA4?
2: Well, basically because it's a comp- it requires a complete from the ground up re-implementation of your measurement infrastructure. Okay. So new sets of metrics, new ways of reporting, um, new tagging, new dashboarding, a new interface you need to learn, a new marketing attribution modelling, it's 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 analogous to moving from Google Analytics to Adobe Analytics. Sure. That's a that's a big challenge. If you're ASOS or AO or New Look or someone, that's not a few months worth of work. That's twelve to twenty four months to my manage of that sort of migration. As a result, very few organisations have actually done it. Most either have not started, and those that have have sort of stalled.
0: Okay. Um, and so for businesses like those is a year long delay as positive as it sounds or could this actually end up being somewhat of a hindrance further down the line?
2: Uh, it's a bit of both. Um, and I will hand, I'll hand back over to David to run through sort of what we mean when we say this, but the GA4 as it currently exists is not the same as it was six months ago. No, um, It's almost, uh, it's almost universal analytics again. They're, it's rever- They're being reverse engineered Um so it's very different to where it was six months ago. In Give it 12 months and it will be completely different again. So an organization not only has to ad- adapt and migrate to a new analytics platform, but that analytics platform is not the same. It's moving.
0: Okay.
2: It's like you're trying to build a house on the sand when the sand is slowly washing away. Sure. So you, your goalposts keep getting moved because the platform keeps changing, new functionalities are added or removed. Um So what are you even working towards? At the moment, we don't know.
0: So it sounds like it's definitely not a case of let's bury our heads in the sand and and think about it in a year's time. This is still something very, very poignant right now.
2: It's going to end up, I think the risk is you end up with a migration that never ends. Okay. Because you're constantly having to manage and adopt new functionalities. Um, and you need to adopt those functionalities because if you don't, you can't leverage the software properly. Of course. So you may have migrated to GA4, congr- if you have, congratulations, but your migration now isn't finished because it's re-insert, it's reintroduced some functionalities, um, one of which being the ability to customise your standard reports. It, it, which is for universal analytics is a strange concept because you have standard reports and custom reports. In GA4, you have custom reports, standard reports, and customizable standard reports now. Okay. Um,
0: Before we drill down into, into custom reports and what that means, you mentioned just then that there's a chance that retailers could be stuck in this migration loop, as you called it. What should they be doing in, in terms of how do they get out of that? How do they prevent that from happening? And you know, how do they prevent themselves from being stuck in some Google Analytics groundhog
2: day? The best approach I would follow would be to worry less about the migration and more about your measurement strategy. So, what is it we actually need to be able to measure? Sure. Um, and and focus your activity on it, on implementing that, as opposed to just doing everything that you could do in GA4 because it will never end.
0: Okay. So, do you see functionality just being added and added and added until there's so many layers that you know GA4 can eventually tuck you in at night and and drive you to work in the morning.
2: Yes. Yeah, so Dave, Dave is going to run us through some new functionality they've just added, which wasn't there, what, a month ago, six weeks ago. Um, yeah, so
1: implemented into GA4 now is a series of, of functionality that basically allows you to build your own reports within the
2: standard reporting suite in GA4. Now,
1: it allows. And that's
2: not the. Sorry to interrupt. That's not the Explorer reports.
1: Yeah, not the Explorer reports. So within the standard reporting interface, um, you can now build these custom reports. Okay. Um, they they allow you to go in some cases beyond the Explorer reports. The Explorer reports are limited to fourteen months of data. So that is the storage limit for GA4. The standard reports can go beyond that. So you have. More historical data are available within them. Perfect. They allow you to build effectively any kind of report you want that mixes a combination of dimensions and metrics.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and you can then filter those down as uh, as um, as you wish. Sure. Now, fundamentally, what this allows you to do is rebuild Universal Analytics in GA four. So, you can now in GA4, recreate every single report that existed in Universal Analytics, you just have to do it yourself. Um,
2: That's rendering GA4 sort of unnecessary.
0: So forgive me for for maybe playing devil's advocate here, but you could almost look at this and say what is the point of GA4 then, if if users are just able to rebuild UA and use it how they want to? Um, Is this another case of Google putting their hands up and saying we've got it wrong?
2: I think the, the point of GA4 at this point is it, it's a combination of, you know, data protection, and data security. Um, there are, there are, we're not going to get into it, it now, but there are genuine advantages of GA4 in terms of data protection okay, um, and, you know, alignment to GDPR, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Um, the data driven attribution, whilst it is massively flawed in some ways, it's quite nifty in some others. Um, but at this point, what, so one of my predictions is that we're going to see GA4 gradually evolve back into Universal Analytics, and it will look and feel a lot like Universal in twelve months.
0: And so, what does this mean for um, for marketers, for for analysts, for for data heads out there? This is this is looking like a pretty good thing, right?
2: It, it does because it, it basically means you're you're having to migrate to a new analytics platform, but once you've migrated, you can kind of forget about it and just continue with how you've been working anyway. Absolutely. Um, which obviously a lot of people are going to like. I think the customizable standard reporting is interesting because six months ago, GA4 was all set up around, here's your standard reports. They're NAF, but no one's going to need them. And you use the Explorer functionality to build your own reports. Um, And I suspect a lot of organizations and people have put a lot of time into building these Explorer reports because that's where you need to be working if you want to produce good data. Sure where you now have the ability to create your own standard reports, which have a wider data reporting period and enhanced functionality around combinations of metrics, dimensions, graphical presentations, downloading abilities, you can export it easier. What that means is all those explore reports now go in the bin. So all that work can be binned and you start again, essentially. Thus rendering all the migration activity you've done to this point irrelevant because you now just have to start again. So this is what I mean by this you're going to be in a migration loop. But it's never going to end. Okay. Um, so in that regard, it's it's a benefit, but it's also very, uh, very frustrating.
0: Okay. Well, we mentioned earlier on, or you guys mentioned earlier on, that in 12 months' time, GA4 could look totally different. Um, and I can vouch for the fact that you've both predicted multiple times that this delay would happen, that Google would be forced to push it back. In terms of future predictions, do you see anything else changing? Is it sort of the only thing sacred is the name and everything else is up for grabs?
1: I would say probably one of the things that we will see in time is segments being available outside of the explore reports. So currently in the explore reports, they are only in the explore reports. They are not visible to any kind of API that pulls data out of GA. Mm -hmm. I think that will change.
0: Okay and say I'm a marketer who's maybe not headfirst in the data every single day but I'm a stakeholder I'm a budget holder what would that mean for me that availability of segmentation
1: it it means that you can be much more granular with your data at a much larger scale so you can run much more granular analyses of your data and interrogate your data down to a greater level at a broader range than you currently can do in GA4 outside of the Explore reports. Sure.
2: And and just to elaborate on that ever so slightly, so mm-hmm. segmentation is the, the keystone of digital analytics, particularly in GA and Universal. Everything is done around using segments. GA4 removed your ability to do that or at best made it much harder to do so. So as David says, you can't API the segmentation data. Um, So tools uh, like Supermetrics, um, even like Google Data Studio, can't access GA4's segmentation. Mm -hmm. If they reintroduce that functionality, and that's my prediction that these, these customizable standard reports will have segments added into them, if they do that, those segments in time will become available to APIs. So Google Data Studio, uh, Google Sheet, Supermetrics, etc. At that point, GA4 is just universal analytics. Okay. The application of it will be exactly the same. You'll just API the data out and you analyze it that way.
0: Okay. And then out of interest, something that we've not touched on before in any of our podcasts, where, where is this pressure coming from? Who is it that's saying to Google... This needs to change. This isn't fit for purpose. Is, is it the retailers themselves? Or is it actually Google internally saying, this isn't right?
2: We don't, I don't know. We don't know where the pressure is coming from. It, there's, there has to be pressure from somewhere because otherwise they won't be doing it. I mean, a 12-month delay is a, something's going on there. Yeah. My suspicion, and it's just a suspicion, is that this is pressure from their users. So uh, premium enterprise um, clients, I'm just going to pick like so big organisations have a lot of data on 360, all of that. Sure, they will be. Uh, that's where the pressure will be coming from. Was my my guess?
0: Now, if you're a, a marketing manager or a CMO, um, and David, Mike, I think I, I know what both of you are going to answer this question with. But I mean, this is this isn't a get out of jail free card, is it? From Google, this is still something that's very poignant yes it's delayed by 12 months but this is something that the sooner you can get to it the absolute better for for multiple aspects of your business right
1: yeah effectively effectively google have given you an extra 12 months to get your migration right um We've mentioned the goalposts are moving, which makes the migration challenging, yep. but this is definitely not something that you think, oh, it's been pushed back 12 week, twelve months, let's forget about it for 12 months and worry about it then because hmm. you'll be in the same position you are now in 12 months' time. So take advantage of the time um, and get the measurement strategy right to mean that the migration to GA4 is more successful than it otherwise would have been.
2: Mike? It's also worth... We now have organizations now have the opportunity to slow down. So there's there's been this sort of mad rush over the last sort of three four months with organizations, you know, very quickly trying to migrate. So they've got a bit of data before the the deadline hits in July. Yeah. Well, that deadline's now been pushed back, so you can slow down. Um, so you have a a better opportunity to migrate but also you know, continue to utilize your existing universal analytics and almost use both pro- you both reporting infrastructure simultaneously. Sure. The big the big challenge obviously to take it back to your, your anecdote about the Google graveyard is if they do bin this, I don't think they will, because then there's you have all these data security concerns that will rear their heads again. But if they were to bin this, what happens then if you've migrated and fully moved out of universal analytics?
0: An interesting question, and uh, and David, as a as a Stadia gamer yourself, I'm sure you are, you know, you've been through having Google tell you that your console is no longer valid, and you've got your refund. Um, obviously, Google can't give refunds on GA4, but I mean, David, honestly, GA4 is this happening? Is it not happening? Is it going to end up in the graveyard?
1: I think it will happen. It's just going to look very different to what we see today okay. uh, in terms of the platform, its functionality and its ability to talk to APIs sure. um, and have the data pulled out through through the Google API.
0: Perfect. Well, as always, we may have left you with more answers. We may have left you with more questions or either way, it'd be great to hear from you. Uh, we're Good Growth, the e-commerce consultants who turn digital failure into commercial success. You can email us at inquiries at goodgrowth.co.uk We'll have a look at our website, which is goodgrowth.co.uk. You've been listening to the Good Growth Podcast. Thanks very much for listening. And David, Mike, thanks very much for your time today.
2: Thank you.